Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the In This League Fantasy Podcast Network. In This League Fantasy Basketball Podcast, online at InThisLeague.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud today. Now, here's your host, Bogman and the Welsh. What's up? It's episode 146 of the In This League Fantasy Basketball Podcast. In the house is Scott Bogman and myself, Chris Welsh, for the Sunday edition, which is your mailbag episode. A little bit of a shorty, a little bit shorter this week. It was um, a sketchy. We were, we were sketchy coming into Sunday, Boggs. We had to even get on our groveling knees and beg. And you know what? Not going to beg. I wasn't going to ask. Yeah. I, sent, I sent it to you. I was like, hey, look, you know, we cannot do this. Or you can throw it out on the Twitter sphere. I just kind of uh, instantly did it. Like when I saw it, I was I kind of read that as like I should send one out. And then they came through. But yeah, you know what? No begging. They kind of didn't. We had Still four didn't. more. Eh, so yeah, No more. No more begging. I mean, we... We, we yeah, well, we're not gonna beg anymore. So if there's not at least ten from now on, no show. Yeah, no groveling. We won't be grovelly grovelers. We'll just uh, hang back, drink our beers, enjoy our Sundays. And if we don't, if you, that's the key. If you don't find an episode late Sunday night, early Monday morning, and you're like, hey, where is it? It's because it's not there. So it's your fault. It's your it's your fault listening because <laughs> you didn't send something in. That's exactly right. <laughs> I it's blame you. It's in this league.com. Just a reminder if you know you're sitting there listening, like, hey, I, you know, I'd love to send one in, but you guys aren't saying the email address ballbag at in this league.com. I mean, that is where you send it. It can be, you know, it can be a discussion point, it can be a, uh, a question, it can be a hot take that you have. Sure. Whatever it is, we need at least 10 submissions to get. The show going. I'm always on. kind of baffled, actually. Uh, and maybe it's just me, and it's it's because I'm too close to the situation and the world. But whenever we like, when someone's like, "So what's your email again?" or like, "What's the email to send listener questions?" and I'm like, "Well, it's you mean the thing that we say every single show, like the one, <laughs> like, like you know, like like sometimes People I feel got stuff going on. Like I don't blame them for that. I you no, know, I don't blame I anybody. But a lot of podcasts, and I, I get that. But too. it's just I'm the like, repetition. Oh, like like sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I don't need to say you know the Twitter handle every time and mention Patreon. But no, we yeah, do. Yeah, you probably do. Yeah, yeah, we, you, we you know actually what we need do. To do. Is we need to do it like those law office commercials do, where they say it like six times in a row, so that for the next ten minutes after the show, you're after the commercial, you know that phone number. Yeah, for the law. We need to be like Bogman and Welsh law. is the way to go. Email <laughs> ballbag at inthisleague dot com. So. <laughs> That doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work at all. Not even angle. close. It's fine. <laughs> Bogman and uh, Rowe would work if my last name was Rowe. <laughs> Bogman and Rowe is a way to call call nine seven eight. No one Welsh that and Rowe. Yeah, I work. mean you can you can mix it up. Anything in Rowe will work. Yeah. Either way, we're back for a mailbag episode. We've got um, a few of your questions that we will answer going into week five. And not all things were good. Bogman was enjoying a very happy Sunday. The Steelers pulled off a win that eh, it was a little sketchy, but you got, I mean, a win's a win. We'll give you that. A win's a win. And win. then um, zero shares news did not apply to you. No, because Rudy Gobert, four to six weeks. So, I, you know, in our keeper league where we keep six, I now have CP3 and Rudy Gobert. 
uh, out for me, but I'm still winning somehow this week. Not good. Four to six weeks losing Rudy Gobert, and it's tough because we, you know, he was an interesting conversation coming into this season as far as like, uh, you know, is he a first round pick? Is he not? He's elite blocks, good field goal, you know, good all across the board on what Rudy Gobert does. This is a huge blow. And I feel like we've had, you know, we talked about this, but like we've had like a lot of little dingy injuries all season long. But I feel like we've also had some big ones that have really been hitting, maybe more than usual. But I guess there's always there's always that one in the first like seven days. I don't like, think it's more than usual. Maybe I just think that it's on par with the regular NBA season, and it shouldn't be because we're spacing the games out. This is the whole point of doing this. And we still have guys like, you know, illnesses are going to happen this time of year. People get sick. I'm sick right now. You know, but... It's super obnoxious when it's supposed to be better and it's not getting any better at all, even a little. Yeah, it's crazy. So I don't know. Uh, Four to six weeks, though, that is going to ding you guys in, uh, especially for your centers, the one, like, of all the positions. Like, we lost Chris Chris Paul, and we were like, that sucks. But, like, losing Rudy Gobert is pretty, pretty damaging for a lot of people. So um, are they going to do, uh, is Ekpe going to go in place of Rudy, or are they going to maybe slide, because they, they could slide uh, favors over to the center spot, and then they could play around with the four. To be honest, I'm not 100% sure how that's going to break out. I think that's just something that they're going to have to tinker with and, uh, you know, I think see that's what, what they're winds talking up working best, and it could be matchup-based. Yeah, you know? I think it is going to be matchup-based. I th- but, I mean, uh, Roto World's even kind of confirming some of that, saying they expect, and I think a lot of people would expect favors to kind of move over to the five. There's probably a few bench guys that are going to end up getting maybe, you know, some more value. You might see uh, Thabo Sevalosha get a little bit more value. Maybe Joe Johnson plays some more minutes. Uh, but, you know, Derek Favors seems to be one of the biggest beneficiaries to this mo- to this injury. But it still kind of blows. Yeah, it sucks, man. I mean, you know, a lot of people took Rudy Gobert and they're like, all right, I'm probably good for blocks for a while. Maybe. And, yeah. and you know, now for the next up to six weeks, you know, you're probably either going to be uh, bad or middle of the pack in let blocks. Me, let me ask you, uh, would you try to go acquire him right now? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that anytime a guy is going to miss time and not miss the season, you know, if pay, they though? if they were like, you know, uh, we expect him back in February, then I'd be like, well, that's two months. I'm not really. OK, I got one I, for you. I'm not going to do that because I, I would. Do you agree with me here? Owners are probably not going to take less than 90 percent, 90 cents on the dollar on Rudy. Yeah. Gobert. OK. Um, yeah, I think for the most part, for the most part, would you trade Al Horford for Rudy Gobert? Because that's what you're gonna have to pay. Well, okay. See, because that's that's the point I wanted to get. Because well, real quick, just real quick, I want you to break this down. Okay, it's just that like I want people to realize this is is because I think lots of shows do this and we can do this sometimes. We make blanket statements. Hey, you're gonna have to pay. You know, probably close to the vest and blah blah blah. Ninety cents on the dollar for your guy. And people are like, yeah, yeah, I want Gobert. And then you start putting the tangible like real players. Then people are like, ooh, you know, oh really? Like Rudy, (laughs) like Al Horford was like a. 30s, 40s overall type of player, there's no reason you're not going to have to pay that to buy Rudy Gobert if you're going to want to have him, even though he's going to miss four to six weeks, and you have to make that determination. Yeah. Um, man, you know, I, I I feel like I would do it with Horford because Horford has already had concussion stuff, and he had that last year too. So that stuff can last a while. So I feel like I would with Horford. I don't know if I would with somebody like... Um, like Capella, like I wouldn't trade Capella that's for a good one. I was looking Gobert at right now. That's funny you said that. I was looking at him and I was like, "Yeah, that one's that one's too tough to 
to put together. I don't think I do it because it's a knee injury for Gobert. That is something that can crop up again later in the year. You know, you would think with four to six weeks, whichever one it is, that uh, he's going to come back and be 100% because that's a long time to miss. So you would think that he comes back and he's good to go and there shouldn't be any setbacks, but lower extremity on a big man, not good. Well, I think that's going to be the try to. I, I like the idea of getting Rudy Gobert, but I'm afraid, fellers, that your costs are going to be the Chris Middletons. It's going to be the Al Horfords. It's going to be the Otto Porters. And it, I mean, Otto Porter probably not, but you know, like it's going to be in that vicinity. Now, let me throw this one out at you because, again, I don't. I, we're not going to let this podcast be super long, but we wanted to talk about this guy. Maybe this is the perfect time to do it. Uh, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond, you talked about a little bit last week. You've been pretty infatuated with the free throw stuff. He had, a, yeah. he had that one really bad game, um, yet coming into tonight as we're recording this, he was 64%. He missed two more. I don't know what the math gets down to. Maybe he'll be down to 62%. He's still like a top 25 overall player right now because Drummond is not absolutely demolishing your free throws, even though he is shooting like 60-ish percent, almost like four and a half a game. Would you trade a player like Drummond for Rudy Gobert, and that's maybe a bigger question of what is your belief in Drummond for the rest of the year? I don't think I would trade Drummond. You know, it's it's kind of like Bruski said on the the Thursday show. If you're shooting over fifty percent, they're just not going to hack you as much. So he'll have nights where he goes two for four. That's sure, and I'm sure there's going to be nights where somebody tests him. Right? I mean, the other night he did go 0 for 7, but he was in foul trouble early. He was super frustrated. He got poked in the eye. There's like all kinds of stuff going on with him. So I think, oh, I think for the most part, sorry, I got the Sunday night football game on. Um, I think for the most part, I want to I want to hold on to Drummond. I want to hold on and see what he does because I think that I think that he's probably going to be close to a 60% free throw shooter when it's all said and done. I'm, so I'm kind of buying a, in. Do you believe he's going to be a top 25, top 30, maybe at worst player for this season? I think so, and that's why I wouldn't move him. Ooh, inverse. You, Bogman, you own Rudy Gobert. Would you trade Gobert to go get Drummond? Mm, not in the league where I have Gobert because it's a keeper league. You know, I'm I'm buying it on Drummond for this season. But he's not. He, first of all, he's not as young as Gobert, and he well, he's still really young. They might be around yeah, the same is. age. Um, well, I mean, I was talking more redraft, anyways. Just put your brain as a you redraft are, brain. Yeah. Um. And you own him, so you like know what it feels like to own Gobert. I don't. Man, you know what I think I would redraft. You would trade four to six out weeks of Rudy Gobert for Andre Drummond if the other person would even do it. You're gonna take yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. You're gonna take the hit in blocks and steals because Gobert gets more but you also get the four to six weeks of production yeah. back so I think I would do that yeah I think it's uh I think it's in, it's an interesting conversation at the end of the day cost is the biggest problem or issue with Rudy Gobert whether you are a buyer or a seller if you're a seller you know in redraft I mean road is a whole nother conversation but you know in redraft I mean you want to get your stats but I probably wouldn't be looking for any less than Al Horford. Drummond would be kind of probably a pipe dream. That's if I'm, uh, you know, if that, if I'm if I'm selling off, you know. But if I'm buying on Rudy Gobert, I obviously want to try to sell lower. And are you going to be able to do that? Probably not for most owners at this point. But the Drummond conversation is really interesting. I'd almost like like in two weeks when there's maybe like three to five weeks left or three to four weeks or whatever of Gobert, ask who do people want rest of season at that moment, Drummond or Gobert. 
Like when you're going to have three weeks out more of Gobert, or would you rather have Drummond? Um, so in a week, like two weeks when mm. maybe he's going to come back in like two to three weeks. Right. Um, I, I still think I want Drummond. It's fascinating. I mean, that's a big chunk of your season. It's a big you chunk. Know, four, four to six weeks. Big, big chunk. I think the regular season is 22 weeks. So six weeks. I mean, I, I'm kind of negative. So whenever I see four to six weeks, I say, well, that's six weeks. Yeah. And you know I mean, it's I mean? usually like three. With the athletes, <laughs> unless I mean, unless it's a guy who's you know, if if you have like an injury, unless prone it's a guy. seven footer with a, a leg injury. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I look at a guy like Gobert. I, I would side on the 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 side of uh, four. So weeks. so Doctor the Welsh says that the four to six weeks diagnosis is actually three weeks. Much more accurate. It's actually one week. He'll be back tomorrow. It's As tomorrow. you're listening to this, okay. he'll be back tomorrow. So go buy him and. <laughs> Do whatever it does, whatever it costs you. Uh, the only other thing, I mean, there's a couple of little nuggets that are going on in the world. And, you know, if you guys do have questions, you can obviously do one of two things when you need your immediate responses. You can hit us up on Twitter. Is it the Welsh Bogman Sports? I can't promise immediate uh, immediacy there. But if uh, you are a part of the ITL Army, that's where you're going to start be uh, hook it up. That's where you're going to start getting hooked up with more immediate responses. Because if you're in the Army and you have the GroupMe app, well, you can just directly, it's like texting us. Or, you know, if you're also part of the Army, we'll follow you and you can get more direct access like that. So uh, consider the Army if you want more immediate access. Because I know we had, we had somebody, our boy B-Dub, um, I think there might be a question here in the uh, yeah, in the got, ball bag we that we're going to answer. Me. But because we're such nice guys, we also answered it because his waivers go through tonight. I guess it's like, I guess he can only pick up guys once. It sounds like like it's the all, weekly waivers. Yeah, it's weekly like waivers. How we did with uh, horrible with the the, the, the Roto. Oh god, mm-hmm. that's the worst thing. No, I mean, I hated it more than anybody because I always forgot. So yeah, the only other thing I want to cover before we get into the the questions here is Lonzo Ball. I don't. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's not even good to bring it up at this point, and we can we maybe save more of the conversation for next week because I feel like a whole show has to be dedicated to him because he is an enigma. He is a total enigma. He was the youngest player to um to record a triple-double. He had 19 points, 12 rebounds, 13 assists with three steals and four blocks. I just want everyone to realize that's two steals and one block short of a 5 by 5 When is the mm. I don't was the last Elijah 5 by, was it Elijah? I thought it was David Robinson. Well, you might be right. I know it was one of the big men's of that era. 5 by 5 is crazy crazy unique. I mean, that's like the um I mean, that's kind of like hitting for the cycle in baseball, but even I would say even harder. I can never see it. It's like a perfect game or a no hitter, right? <laughs> I think it's rarer than those. We've seen those. That's true. I that's don't remember how, the last one. I really don't. That's when the that's. I mean, that's how close he was. Two steals and a block away from a five by five. Yet you look at his season totals, and he's a, he's a train wreck. Uh, you know what? Actually, the last one was uh, two years ago. Oh, who was it? Can you name the player? Uh, okay, uh, Josh Smith. Nope. Oh, that was who was in my head. It was Josh Smith. Um, oh, it's a good I feel, guess, but it's not. Him. Demarcus Cousins. Nope. Damn it. Is it a center? No, it's not a small Five. forward. It's not. Oh, it's a small forward. Small forward, power forward. Uh, LeBron he plays a lot of positions. I think he qualifies as center sometimes too. It's not LeBron, is it? Nope. Oh, uh, GA. Nope. Shit. <laughs> it's Draymond. Oh, that makes sense. Mr. Stuff and things. 11, 8, 5, and 5. Nick Batum in 2013. And then Kirilenko, Camby. Kirilenko did AK-47. it three times. AK-47. Kirilenko did it 2006, 2003, 2003. Did David, David Robinson ever do it? Uh, yes, he did, David okay. Robinson. 
uh, Jamal Tinsley, 2001, <laughs> Vladi Divac, 95. Uh, Hakeem had three in 93. Wow, really? Coleman had one in 93. David Robinson had one in 93. Hakeem had one in 92 and 90 and 87. Irving had one in 79. Uh, George Gervin had one in 79. Uh, George T. Johnson had one in 76. And Irving had one in 76. It's like a perfect game. There's like 20-something guys that have done it. That's how unique it is. Did I tell you I saw somebody posted on Reddit? It was like by the, you know how NBA.com and the NBA announced their like official uh, fantasy stat scoring for a points league. The um, the, somebody like went through historically and laid out the top ten NBA seasons of all time. Hmm. Akeem had one, two, nine, and ten. Wow, really? Jordan had, I think Jordan had three and four. Was Westbrook's last year had to be in there? It was, and Curry's MVP season was in there. Wow! And I can't. I think maybe David Robinson was another one, but yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, Akeem was really, really good. <laughs> Where are you on ball? Because um, I would say I feel like sixty percent of the world sits on the side of he is. You know, he's a broke ass Rajon Rondo. Everyone hates him. There's another <laughs> side that says, well, he is super young. He's the youngest guy to ever have a triple double. There's a lot of adjustments that need to be made. I mean, what side do you sit on? I mean, he, he can show greatness. That line he put up against the, uh, I was about to say the Brewers, uh, about uh, with the, against the Bucks. that's insane. That's absolutely insane. On the season, he's under three turnovers a game. He's also averaging over a steal and a block a game. I mean, he is a stuffing things through and through. It's just the percentages are dog crap. I mean, right now he is Rondo, you know. He's better uh, than, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, no, you're nah, right. Now he's you're Rondo. Right. No, you're right, you're right, right. Free throw Rondo, and field goal, yeah. When Rondo gets those type of minutes, that's the kind of stuff that he does. Uh, he won't have as many blocks. He probably won't have as many steals, but he will have blocks and steals. Um, I, I just, the free throw percentage is probably close to right because he was 67% uh, in college, but he's only taking 2.7 a game. So uh, what is he averaging now? He's averaging, I guess, 1.8 per game. He needs to. Uh, he needs to start making those. He They're needs free some throws. milk. And um, the field goal percentage in college, though, was 55%. Yeah. So you got to think that this is going to come up. Is it going to come up to 55%? No. I would say not. I feel like he is He's just gold in keeper league still. 43%. Uh, that's what we want. That's what I want to see him at uh, for the end of the year. I, I want to see attainable. him at 43%. And... and um, if he can get there and bring his free throw up to closer to his college level at 65%, then he's much, much better than Rondo. I would be buying on him. Right I would now. too, especially in keeper leagues like redraft. I think, I do think he's going to improve the rest of the season. So if it's, I mean, it's, you're not going to buy him low after the game he just had. If anything, they're going to be selling really high. He is a guy I feel like I would want through the second half of the season, but it would, it would, the cost would still have to be minimal, but in keeper leagues though, I don't think I'm I'm notching any points off of him in keeper leagues. I think he holds the value he had coming into this season of number one asset. I mean, you know, I know right now in a in a redraft, you know, Jason Tatum is kind of like holding that uh, baton. But I feel like Lonzo Ball, he still deserves all the incoming value that he had. And I, and I feel like, you know, we're getting glimpses of some of this. We're getting glimpses some of of the of the game that he could have. Just, you know, 31%, 50% field goal percentage is not going to work. Yeah, and DSJ has, I think, 18 days to uh, 
to try to beat the triple double record. And he was like 12, eight and eight the other night. He was trying. So he's probably uh, trying. yeah, he's trying to get there. What did you have him up? What is his rank right now? Uh, ball? No, uh, Smith. Uh, I don't have him up, but I can, um, I can pull him up. Real quick. Dennis Smith Jr.'s rank is 49. Okay, I mean, right he's right up there. I mean, Ball is still, I mean, he's like, he's I mean, post 100. Percentages. Yeah, the percentages so are here, destroying give me, him. give me the uh, three points made for Ball, like nothing, right? Okay, uh, no, 1.2. 1. 1.3. 1. Okay. Uh, points. 9.7. Uh, you know what? I'm on the wrong Dennis. <laughs> I'm on Tim, Dennis Schroeder. Okay, so... Smith is actually 253. Oh, okay. Well, Lonzo Ball <laughs> is double that, 126 rank. So 408 let, and 606 for yeah. are his percentages. 1.43s. How about the points? 9.7. 14.8. Boards? 6.8. 3.7. Dimes? 7.4. 5.1. Steals? 1. 1.3. 0.9. 1.1. 0.3. Turnovers? 2.6. 3.2. Dude, he beats him. Everywhere, I mean that the, the I, we're, yeah we percentages. There, I mean they're still kind of close, uh, but yeah, you know he beats them in percentages. I mean we'll give him points also, but I mean threes are a wash, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, and turnovers. Those five categories are uh, yeah, those five categories like whole handedly go to ball. Yeah, I man, ball's really good. Dude. I'm saying buy on him. I'm gonna just be that guy. Me I'm gonna too. be that guy. Buy buy on him when everybody else is uh, laughing about you know their their family and the stupid crap that they get themselves into, whether it's jail, the big baller brand, whatever it is. I'm buying on Lonzo Ball right now. Buy him. Buy him. All right, uh, let's go do some. Uh, let's let's we, we we just spent 20 minutes talking. Let's plow through some emails since you guys didn't send enough. Let's go. ITL. I seem to be dropping all your mail. Ah! I guess I'm a clumsy mailman. The guy had the ball. You're a bad mailman. All right, the first one, the Welsh, is from Justin Lee, who is a Syracuse guy, not a Syracuse guy, just so you know. Oh, pronunciation. Remember, I asked him, I'm like, so you went to Syracuse or he works at Syracuse. Why does everybody say it's Syracuse? And he's like, I actually, I have no idea. I say Syracuse. It's, so do I. I don't know. We're just rubes. No, I we guess. didn't go there. Yeah. So, uh, fire hot take for the NBA. He says, get Bobby Portis right now. Do whatever it takes. His value may be at his ultimate lowest before he plays his next game. He has arrived 22 11 per night rest of the season. That's his hot take. His question says, I just said no to an offer of Bledsoe and Monroe for his underperforming Jimmy Butler. Is that a mistake? He said no to get Bledsoe and Monroe for Jimmy Butler. That was not a mistake. No, that's not, not doing a mistake. That. Monroe is nothing in this trade, and I'm not even close to trading Bledsoe for Butler. So I would say almost full-on I agree with everything that's happened in here outside of the Syracuse. The Syracuse is the worst take here. <laughs> I would say I'm buying on Bobby Portis. I don't yeah. know if I would do... I don't agree with do whatever it takes, but I'm buying on Bobby Portis, of, of course. And uh, no, I think you made the right move there. Though, don't question that. Like, I don't know, man. The Jimmy Butler stuff is odd. Like, what what is Jimmy Butler's year look he, like? His current rank is 67. Uh, the field goal percentage is low, 41%. Uh, he's making less than a three at 0. 0.8, 15.7, 5.2, 4.2, 1.6 steals, no blocks, 2.4. You know what his um, problem is? Turnovers. He has turned into Minnesota's version of Chris Middleton. 
He's the second guy. You know what I mean? Like Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns is the GA, you know, obviously of Milwaukee. And then you got your second guy and Jimmy Butler has just, it, you know, we know where Jimmy Butler can go and he's fallen off so hard. Yeah, it's uh, it's really gross the the way that uh, some of these guys work out. I mean, I don't know if Butler is going to pull up. Do you think Butler pulls up to second round value of the season? I think he um, I think he can toe the line. Yeah, I think he he gets near there. I'm not sure I would go with second full on. I would say third at best. That's where I'm at. I'm at like maybe mid third value. I mean, he's still holding. He's like in the top like 60 area. I mean, he's 67. You'd say, you know, in the 60 range. He just had a really nice game coming off of a 25-7-5 one and one game. So I, I say the adjustments work. You know, the team is full on believing in him. I think he's a, he's a team leader there. So I'm buying on Jimmy Butler right now. And yeah, but the other guy was too. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, dude, Eric Bledsoe is not anywhere close to Jimmy Butler and Monroe is nothing right now. So yeah. and even if Monroe Monroe will not play with the Suns, I don't know if everyone knows this, but uh, this was reported out here in Phoenix that the expectation is Monroe will never suit for the Suns. He will be yeah, cut the Cavs or traded. Are, uh, kicking the tires. The last thing I read. So yeah, the Suns will attempt to trade him for something, probably a second round pick, a future second round, or you know whatever it ends up being, and uh, or they'll just cut him. You know they'll they'll have a buyout agreement and they'll save all that cap space. But he should not play with the Suns, which that's just going to put him into a um, a role position somewhere. God knows where. Maybe the Cavs, and that could be any worse. Yeah, you just can't you can't go and acquire him right now without knowing where he's going to be. Next one says, Gents, I'm struggling to decide which young power forward is worth owning in standard redraft head-to-head leagues. Portis, Sabonis, or Kuzma all have been good contributors. Could you provide your rank and opinion for how these guys will pan out for the rest of the season? That is a tough one. That is a very, very tough one. My, I'm going to give you my initial reaction before we actually look at this. My initial is... Kuzma, Portis, Sabonis. Hmm. That's my initial. Yeah, my um, I get, you know that's probably going to be close to mine too. Like, I feel like we're underrating Sabonis a little bit, or maybe overrating Portis. Like, I think they're close, but Kuzma, to me, I think Kuzma has to be one. I think so because I don't think that I don't think that uh, Julius Randle's in the future pl- plans for the Lakers. I know that's been whispered about and. Set all over the place. I j- I'm kind of starting to buy in. I mean, look, Kuzma's last game is 21, 11, and assist, a steal, and a block with two turnovers and a three. I mean, dude has been playing he's really, a real really deal, well. Man. The problem yeah, is all these guys. Kind of a double double machine lately. The, so I think when I look at these guys, I have a really hard time figuring out where the buy sell and where the hold is sometimes because you know Sabonis. He's he's had a couple. I mean, he really hasn't even had like clunkers necessarily. But he's had a couple lower ones, but you look and I mean he's ripping out 12, 16, and 5, 15, 12, and 6. I mean, this is like homeless Jokic. You know what I mean? This is like <laughs> a version of Jokic that's coming out. Portis has been really good. If anything, I would say maybe Portis has the most question marks just because of like, you know, what he did and you know, would the team I mean, I know the team's backing him, but where could that lie? I'm gonna stick with it, but boy, I think Sabonis could really could jump Portis. You're right, and the way that he does that is he gets back in the starting lineup. You know, either an injury happens or a trade happens or something, and Sabonis goes back into the starting lineup where he was performing really well, but now while he's coming off the bench, 
you got to go. You got to go. Kuzma, Portis, and Sabonis. I think. Mary I'm, F. I'm Kill. Right there with you. Is that it? Yeah. We, we're marrying Kuzma. We're effing Portis, and we're killing Sabonis. Yeah, unfortunately, that's what we're doing. We're killing Sabonis. That's unfortunate. It's a great um, question. Next one is from Deontay. Love the show. Gave you a five star rating. I'm a listener. Uh, he's uh, in a listener league, sitting comfy at the top. He says, "Good job." His bottom two players uh, are. Thaddeus Young and TJ Warren, 10-team, 9-cat. Should he drop either one for Batum, who's on the waivers right now? Yes. Yes. Which one? Um, that's the I question. That. I, w- I was leaning Thad. I just want to take a look at Warren before I say, oh, man, Warren's come up that 35-point game. I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, that is that has been kind of empty. Yeah, that's cool last night, I think, tonight. I mean, so. Sabonis, you know, you're going to have players that are going to jump up. Others are going to be affected, and Sabonis has really kind of taken over. That's actually easy. The, now that you really kind of break it down, it definitely is Thad because, let me put this out also, Those play, what Thad does is like a version of Batum. Batum does it better, and if you're keeping TJ Warren, TJ Warren is the high-scoring version of old Thad. You know, he'll get you some rebounds. He'll get you high points. Everything else is a little bit questionable. So, yeah, I'm, I'm out on Thad. Remember when we uh, just mentioned that 5x5 five five game and the last two to do it were Batum and Green? So, yeah, yeah. Batum's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like um, who was it earlier that said, uh, Justin was like, you got to do whatever it takes to get Bobby Portis on your team. I always said you have to do whatever it takes to pick up Nicholas Batum now. Yeah, I think so, right too. Hello, chaps. Emmett here once again. From uh-huh. now on, I will refer to myself in the third person and only as my team name, Hughes Hefner. Huh. I'd like to thank you, too, for all the advice so far. You guys are really helping us, and it's much appreciated. So is it time to drop Tyson Chandler? He's usually very dependable on the rebounds, but it looks like the beginning of the end for him. Also, one guy in our league has already picked up Jalil Okafor and trying to trade him. What's the best way to tell him he's an idiot? Keep up the work, the good work, guys. Well, well I, I don't, I didn't follow the last part. He picked up Jalil Okafor, trying to trade him. No, nope, a guy in his league did. Yeah, and he got, he's and, sick of the offers. Basically. Oh, like like he's getting the I offers for Jalil. Well, he just, right. he just, yeah, I don't know. You send a picture of your <laughs> and text him, <laughs> and just say this is what I think. Um. Yeah. Or just uh, you know, make a post like to the idiot. Who I guess you could say no. Stop. Yeah, it, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's always outing. That's what ends up happening everywhere we right. see. It just you get to the point where you're sick of it, so you start outing people. You know what's really funny? One thing that um, another benefit. I think you know it's like the fantasy therapy is what the ITL Army has become. One thing people love to do, and I think it help it's, helps. It's cathartic. Is people get to come on and they always share their trade offers in the basketball room or whatever sport it is, and being like. Look what this a-hole sent me. And the trades we see, it's like, <laughs> this guy didn't think this was serious, did he? Like, he wasn't really offering this. Um, I, don't, I mean, I, personally, I would drop Tyson Chandler for Jaleel Okafor, maybe. I think Tyson uh, Chandler's done. I think he's done. So you would trade Tyson Chandler for sure. Jaleel Okafor? Man, offer him that trade. Why not? I don't know, just because then you're, like, sitting on Okafor. And no, that's, that's a great point. But that's a great point. But let me ask you, if he's sick of Tyson Chandler... Aren't you going to cut Chandler? Just go get Okafor. Okafor may be on this team. The 76ers may hold Okafor for like two or three months. They were already talking about, you know, they, they, um, they're just waiting for him to get, you know, get locked in, get into better shape, have more reps. It's like weird. Like he wants off the team and all they're doing is positioning some, themselves for trade. So we don't know. So yeah, sure. You might be sitting on it. 
But how long are we going to be sitting with Tyson Chandler? I mean, maybe, you know, if the Suns are going to cut Greg Monroe, they don't get Jaleel Okafor. If they get Jaleel Okafor, Tyson Chandler's done and he'll be bought out and then he'll be moved to another team where he'll come off the bench. But I don't, I just don't have the patience for Tyson Chandler. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely don't either. I'm sick of Tyson Chandler. But I guess I don't have the patience for an empty stat line in Okafor either. It's just like, what about send a middle um, finger to the guy see. and just be done with it? Marquise Chris is still 55% owned. If he's on the way, you get him definitely, right? Over Chandler? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just trying to, I'm looking at the uh, most recently added Portis is still only 50 per, 58%. Do it. Uh, Jermichael Green's coming back. He's only 13%. Oh, That's I do that in a. Get. Heartbeat. He should be coming. He's not going to play Monday, but he should be maybe playing sometime early this week. I am making that move in an instant. Dario Saric is sixty-seven uh, percent owned. He's getting more time. Uh, John too. Henson thirty-five percent owned. I would do Alex that one. Lynn thirty-nine percent owned. Dwayne Deadman forty-five percent owned. These are all guys you can go grab. And you know, they so. said I want to throw out too about uh, Jamichael Green is there's not going to be like any ramp up. Like when he plays, good. he's back and he's good and he's getting all he's his back. minutes. He's back. So, uh, yes, get rid of Tyson Chandler and, you know, just tell that guy to F off. You know the best way to do it? I'm sorry. The best way to counter this is start sending him the worst offers you can think of. So whatever <laughs> horrible offer he's offering Jaleel Okafor, go find an amazing player and offer Tyson Chandler for that guy. Maybe that's it. Just keep offering him Tyson Chandler for uh, ridiculous trades. Do that until he stops. Right. Yeah, because he will. He will. It'll be over with. Very soon. Stu says, what up, boys? So, there are a few other Hoops uh, podcasts out there, mostly foreign blogs, but you guys kill it way harder. Lightning Meow style. Ooh, good reference. He got Lightning Meows. <laughs> That's a meta. It was only across a couple episodes, and it was one of the favorite things we ever did, and we even have a Lightning Meows shirt on it. <laughs> I don't know what episode it was, but if people want to go back and listen, it was right around Christmas where Bogman told the stories of his getting his knockoff, um, what were they? Thundercats. Thundercats. And we t- we titled them Lightning Meows, and we have a Lightning Meows t-shirt. So go get it right, <laughs> Meow, at our uh, store. In this league.com is where you can find it. So good reference, Stu. Ten points for you. He says, I'm in an eight-cat head-to-head league, and I have Jermichael Green coming back from the IR soon. Should I drop Lonzo? Oh. I can't make the ball or... Uh, Alonzo, I can't make the ball, or Derek is doing me no favors. <laughs> I could also just cut Jamichael. He's getting killed in the percentages. <laughs> Obviously, you and I are not dropping ball. Hell no. Now, you have to decide between Derek Favors or Jamichael Green, who I know is your boy. No, nah, it's got to be Green. Favors is going to be... The but Gobert's going to miss four to six weeks. I know, that's the point. That's why you... No, I'm saying you got to keep Favors. I'm sorry. Green okay. is the one you okay. drop... Favors right. you got to keep because he's going to be at that center spot for six weeks. Unfortunately, I hate I hate not owning Green, but if if those are your only options, peace out to Jamichael. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, I know you're getting killed on percentages, like it, but you can like if you want, then you trade uh, Lonzo Ball. You know, yeah. you move him, you don't drop him. If you're getting killed on percentages, you want to go find someone that is shooting way way better. Fine. But uh, you just can't drop him. I think he's going to be too valuable. Too good. Moving on. So can do it. Not, Not going to do, do it. it. Can't work with him. Beat up. How much longer are we holding Jay Crowder and Scal? Would you drop Scal or Jay for Rashawn Holmes? Uh, he showed us his roster. I'm not going to read it off because he has Gobert. And Gobert is out for his six weeks. So he's definitely looking at big man help. So Jay Crowder right now ranks 210, shooting 375. 
Uh, 83% from the line, 1-3, 8 points, 3.8 boards, 1 assist, 0.8 steals, no blocks, 1 turnover. Not looking very good for Jay. Scal, I mean, Scal is, is 9 points, 4 rebounds, under assist, under a steal, half a block maybe. Percentages are pretty good, but he is coming off a 19-6-1-2 game. Um, here's, Jay had a 15-7-3. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, how long? Well, here's the problem is he kind of honed in on a couple players. The answer we gave him is different because we told him to drop a much worse player for Rashawn Holmes. So do that mm-hmm. trade. It, who's not on this list? It was Derrick Rose. Both of those guys, I'm still a scow believer, and um, I don't know. I mean, there's still something about Crowder. I mean, if they if they keep adding pieces, if Craig Monroe got there, I'd be like, Jesus Christ, how many guys are you going to you know put on this team? It's less and less minutes. But, like, Rashawn Holmes isn't the guy I'm looking to drop Jake Crowder for. I guess if uh, push came to no. shove, you could maybe do it. But, I mean, how good has uh, Crowder, how good has uh, Rashawn Holmes been? Well, Rashawn Holmes hasn't had many minutes yet. So yeah, he had point. one game with 21 minutes where he had 11, 7, and an assist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shot perfect from the line and 75% from the field. If you had to pick that one, game. Scal or Crowder for Holmes, which one? Uh, I would I would keep Crowder and I would drop Scal. Ah, see, it's weird. I'm opposite. Yeah, I mean, I, I like both those guys too. I, I guess, to be honest with you, I don't think that I would do the move for Holmes until Holmes has some consistency. Agreed. Because the game before that, he had uh, nine minutes and no points aboard and an assist, and that was it. Agreed. So until Holmes starts... Uh, lighting it up, you know, he's, you know, probably, and that's probably going to be this week. They got the Clippers, the Lakers, Golden State. He's probably going to play some more minutes. Um, until that happens, I'm not moving to Rashawn Holmes. Can't do it. Yeah, can't do it. Next one is Connor James. Uh, he, it's actually James Connor. He just flipped it and he asked this immediately after the Steelers game, I think. So, <laughs> Could you guys discuss Nerlens Noel from a dynasty angle? I think his upside is clearly too high to drop, but are you guys optimistic? Thanks. That's from the Terminator. Or the backup running back for the Steelers. Is <clears throat> um, <laughs> actually Connor James, not James Connor. No, well, I mean, either one. Okay, so a couple things. If we we got to stay in our dynasty minds here because this season, I don't know. I don't feel optimistic. You know, he the had most was six that? minutes yeah. and he didn't play. Nah, it's brutal. It, dude, it's it's completely brutal. The guy. I just want to point this out. In November, take all the games combined. In November, they have not totaled ten points. <laughs> all of the games he's played on the first, the third, the fourth, the seventh, the eleventh, he and he's and they're going points. tonight. Eight points in the month of november he has that's not good and i mean also the the other little Dude, like, clint capella had more points and boards today probably in the first quarter he's had it over yeah, probably in the first quarter also the things that we love about him he's not doing as well because just the minutes aren't there he's had three steals in the month of november three blocks in the month of november for this he hasn't se- played 20 minutes this month yet no. 17 13 14 6 and zip and they're talking about him having to earn it. Got to earn the minutes. Just yeah, solemn Medry is playing. Get him off the team. Free Nerlens Noel. That is my thing for the rest of the season. Hashtag free Nerlens Noel. Not free Bobby Portis. It is free Nerlens Noel. Put him in a situation where they're going to give him minutes. I don't know. I'm not there. I don't know if he's a if he's a douche. 
if he's lazy. No, it's it's Rick Carlisle and the young players. He doesn't generally like playing young players, which is why Dennis Smith being there and being so successful is such an anomaly. So beyond me, which is also crazy. Why did you trade for Nerlens Noel? That's a point into the uh, the young players. But okay, so dynasty. What's your mindset though? Because it it's not droppable. He's not droppable in dynasty. I'm not dropping him in dynasty. It's not going to happen. No way. So if you're competing this year, what's the lowest thing you can buy? Would you trade him for Jay Crowder? No. No, I want him long. I still believe in Nerlens Noel long term. This yeah, but, season but, might be a wash. It might be. Then he's got to be a bench okay. player for you. Right. But if it's a wash, I mean, you kind of have to, and you have a shot for this year, you have to move on from him. You got to trade him. Maybe. I think you have to trade him. But and what are you going to get? If you have a shot this year, I, it doesn't really matter. Are you going to get you know? Sabonis? Yeah, I'd do that. I'd do that, too. I'd do that, too. If I can get Sabonis, I would do that. But you're not going to get Sabonis. That's the problem. You might. You might. If if a team is bad and they own Sabonis, you might do that. Maybe. Uh, You know, if you have a shot, I would go look at the bottom dwellers. Know that they're going to be looking for something to add for the long term. You're looking for a piece, and I would sell them at probably close to 50 cents on the dollar. I mean, that's, yeah. His his percentage or his... um, uh, value is going to shoot up when he starts getting minutes, but you know, I just—it's definitely not going to happen this year unless there's a major injury. No, it's and, not. It, it's brutal. And it, what I would be doing is if he, even if he hit the wire, and I had deeper bench. We, you know, Bogman and I play in a couple leagues where we have some deeper benches. Sometimes dynasties do. I would be picking him up because I think those minutes are going to come. I think he's going to earn it, and when he does, he can shine. But I'm not killing anybody for dropping him in a redraft in a dynasty. Just don't start him. You know, or, you know, I mean, if you don't have enough guys on a, on a daily basis that are starting, he's got to get in there unless and we say this a million times, unless there's something really good out there or something that like, well, I can't, you know, I can't pass up Sabonis. You know, I can't do that. Then why are you going to drop him? Are you going to go drop him for Thabo Cephalosha? No, no, no. You're not going to do that. You don't need to do that. But would if, you drop him for Rashawn Holmes? Rashawn Holmes, also a young player getting minutes, though. In Dynasty or Redraft? Either way. I don't know. Maybe nah. redraft. One hundred percent. You just one hundred percent redraft. Stuff. Dynasty still yeah. probably not. No, 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 I no, no. I I would. Okay. I I would dump him. I try to move him for a pick or something, and then add Rashawn Holmes. I think that's getting. I'm just a Noel yeah. Mark. So all right. What those are the last two? Uh, the last one. We got a speed round here from Miles. Are you ready? Okay. With Monroe gone, how viable is John Henson? Viable. If yeah. Yeah, I I like him. Twelve He's, team pickup, uh, right? Right. Uh, blocks, a lot of blocks. That's what you want from him. Any hope for Willie Colley Stein to improve? Yes. Ooh, Willie Colley Stein or Nerlens Noel? Willie Colley Stein. Okay. Willie Colley Stein is getting minutes. Like I think that I think that Nerlens Noel might be riding the pine here soon. Dude, Willie Colley Stein has had some stankers. I, okay. Five and three and three in his last game. It's seventeen minutes. I'm gonna Bill. make a statement after this next guy. Uh, do you think Chris ramps up soon? Yes. Soonish. Absolutely. I absolutely yeah, I do. Mean, he did. He did in the last game. Actually, he had five blocks. And that was when uh, Tyson Chandler started to uh, show signs of uh, dying. So. I truly think that people will regret in the second half had they got rid of Nerlens Noel, Marquise Chris, Willie Colley Stein. I'm just making that statement right now. If you drop him, maybe you got an immediate urge. You know, or a need or something, and you got to do it now. Okay, do it. But I think at the end of the day, you'll be the team that's on. You know, you're looking in through the glass, and you're like, oh, it could have been that type of thing. But sometimes I you got to make your moves. 
I think I think if there's one that you would regret, it'd be Chris. You know, I, I'm afraid for Noel uh, playing with Carlisle and Willie Collie Stein. We put, we, you know, I, I feel like Willie Collie Stein is the guy that you are going to draft until he's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to give up on him, and then I'm going to draft him, and then you're going to be pissed. That sounds right. That's how it's going to go. Uh, is a first and a second too much to give up for Jasha? Absolutely not. Give up everything on your team for Jasha. Yes. All of it. <laughs> give up the whole thing. Westbrook. Uh, the last one here is um, Grant. Should I sell high on Clint Capella? What is a reasonable package to receive? Ooh, is this, uh, you're gonna Bogman will say no. You don't. You don't sell him. I, I will say yes. I would consider it, but it's got to be it's got to be more than the other person's comfortable with, and that's why it won't work. And it tell won't me, happen. tell me where Clint Capella ranks on the season. Do you know? No, I know. I'm looking at it. He ranks uh, 17. 17 in Yahoo in their system 13 points 11 rebounds about one assist one steal two blocks 70% free throw and almost 70% field goal percentage he (laughs) is bonkers he is absolutely nuts but that's what I mean you gotta sell high here's my problem though and this is where it gets tricky there's no way a Clint Capella trade works unless it's a two for two it's just not gonna work unless someone is like oh I'm oh no I got one Bogman Clint Capella or Jimmy Butler Clint Capella. Rest of when season. He's shooting, because he's shooting 70%, dude. Rest of season, you're taking Clint Capella over Jimmy Butler. Just imagine if Dwight Howard shot 70%. That's what you're getting here. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not getting you know five blocks a game. You're going to get two, so take a little bit off, but that's still a top two-round guy. I, want, I, I feel like I'm going to lean Jimmy Butler still. The blocks are enticing. I don't know if all those percentages stick. Clint Capella or Aaron Gordon? Clint Capella. <laughs> See that this is why it won't work for Clint Capella because these guys I'm naming. That's this who, is that's why you don't trade go. him. You don't sell high on him. You keep him. He's been he's playing well. Clint Capella over. or Drummond? Capella. Easy. Clint Capella or James Harden? James Harden. You had to think about slightly. That. Carl Anthony Towns or Clint Capella? Cat. All right, barely. DeMarcus there are Cousins guys that are Capella. better than than uh, than Clint Capella, but Clint Capella is really good. He's a top two round player right now. How can you sell that? I Why think, would you sell that? I think there has to be multiple players involved in it because I you got to get like a top, a guaranteed top two yeah. round player back. Yeah, and this is, no one's going to give you that because they think ah, uh, this is just upside. This is what he's doing now. I'm not going to do that. And that's it's exactly what you said. You're you're a hundred percent right. You got to get a top two round value. No one's going to give you top two round value. So just hold on to Capella. Well, that's why if it's going to work, though. Okay, let me throw this one out there. What if you were trading no. Capella <laughs> Capella, and I don't know what it is. Let me um, let me just try to randomly throw it. Capella and Rubio, and you're okay. getting Chris Paul and Kevin Love. That's fair. Chris Paul's missing a week still. Uh, Kev, I mean, and maybe it's different than Kevin Love. Oh, maybe it's Gobert. Chris Paul and uh, Gobert for Capella and Rubio. Well, I would, I would take. I'd take Gobert and, and Chris Paul. Gobert's out for four to six weeks, and Paul's still not back? Yeah, but, I mean, you look for the playoffs at that point. You know, can you survive until the playoffs without Gobert? You probably can. And, uh, you know, even if you're a lower seed, you have uh, CP3 and Gobert for the playoffs. Uh, I would do that. I mean, I like I, Rubio's playing well this year. 
Um, you know, he's doing different things, but he's a top 60 player right now. Top 20 player, five player has to be involved in the move. And that's why probably two players were have to be involved in it, but it won't end up working because someone's going to want to give you Nurk for Capella and you're yeah. going to have to say no. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just, you know, Clint, Clint Capella is one of those guys that goes up to a top two round value. If he's shooting free throws well and he's shooting free throws well, that is, so uh, I just would not move him. That's very correct. All right, there you go. That is the episode. That's it. That's all we're doing. It's already way too long because we talk so much in the beginning. But uh, you guys want the episodes. You know the drill. Not going to keep repeating it because if you don't, uh, we'll just get an extra night off. Use it or lose it. Ballbaggedinthisleague.com. That is the email that you send to because if you don't use it, you lose it, as Bogman said. Uh, We will see you this week on Thursday. Guest episode. I have no idea who it is yet, but we'll be covering all the stuff and the things that we usually do. Maybe some blind plays. Might throw a player debate out there, too. And your questions, as you're listening to this now, send in your questions to be answered in that episode with whatever said guest we have. We'll highlight four or five questions that we'll put in there, and then we'll do all the rest of the stuff and things to get you guys prepped for week five and beyond. But until next time, I'm the Welsh. That is Bogman. Bye-bye now. See ya. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.